Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hi, this is Monique. And this is Sydney. And you're tuned into Monique and Sydney's Open, Open Relationship. Relationship. It's going to be the type of conversations that normally we're afraid to have out loud. Is it okay to be gay? Friends. How many of us have them? Mother and daughters. Is it always all bad? The mind's like a parachute. It's no good unless it's open. <laughs> That's what's up. Hello, everyone. Hello again, and welcome to yet another episode of Monique and Sydney's Open Relationship. I am Monique. And I am Sydney. And today, Daddy, what are we talking about? Are you going to ask me? I'm going to do it. To say it? I'm going to ask you to say it, Daddy. Let me see. I wish I had it in front of me. Do you do for others what you ask others to do for you? Okay, so... Right. Do you do for others what you've asked others to do for you? So if we break that down, right, do you go pick up somebody to drive them to the store if they've come to pick you up to drive you to the store? Doing unto others as you would have them do unto you, but they've already done unto you what you would want them to. Now are you willing to do for them as they've done for you? That's the convoluted way of saying it. What? Right. That's the convoluted way of saying it. You said it the right way. I just said it just extra, like, just convoluted. Okay. Whereas it's basically what you said, baby. Right. Would you do for others? As you would have them do for you. And now they done did for you. And now what you going to do? Duck the call. That's a damn shame. A shame and damn. That's a damn shame. Are you that person? Really? Listen, and this is with no judgment. It is just to make you say to yourself, am I that person? Are you that person that when Belinda called you up? Belinda. Belinda. When Belinda called you up last Monday and said, Shirley, listen, I need a ride to work. You know, I don't really have no gas in the car. Can you stop by and pick me up? I know it's going to take you about five minutes out your way, right? And Shirley said, I'm on my way. Then Shirley had to call Belinda up a month later, right? Even though Shirley lives 30 minutes outside of where Belinda lives, right? Give it but Shirley said, I need the same thing. I need you to come pick me up. I'm a little short on money. I need to do it. Can't put no gas in the car. Do you go get Shirley? Or are you that raggedy bitch that always got excuses that you can't do it? Well, you know, what? I got to drop the kids off. Well, you know, I got to pick Raymond up when he get. Rag- are you that? Raggedy. Raggedy. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. And how we got on the subject was thinking about individuals that we've experienced in our lives that for whatever reason they felt comfortable, though there would be no real relationship reaching out and asking for things. And then you think that you formed a relationship with those people because you give them a solid. You saying, "Look, on the strength of yeah. love," and you reaching out, absolutely. Yes. But then you say, "Well, listen, 
I got you and our thoughts as to how we can work you into what it is that we're doing. Would you be so kind as to click on hello? Hello. <laughs> Did they hang up? They hung up. They never picked up. Oh, that was the answer machine. Ain't that a damn well, we're going to leave a message for them to call back, and then you get uh, individual assistance. Now, they was calling you directly, mm. but then you got to reach out to their assistant. Come on. Or their phone number disappear from your phone after they hang up the phone. Okay. Like so, Space Ghost. Listen. So we saying is to say, if you are that person, if you are that person that you have the audacity to think that there's something special about your ass that you can call on folks, but then the moment folks not so much call on you, just call you because you don't know what you don't know what the communication is going to be. But then you don't pick up. But then you always got other people to pick up and give excuses as to why not. If you're that person, that's what we want to talk to today. Because that's some raggedy shit to do. And if you're not that person and you're dealing with that type of person, how do you have that conversation with that person to let them know what they're doing so that potentially that person can be in your life? Because typically... There's a reason why they're in there. It was something you liked about them, something you dug, something you thought that was cool. And then sometimes we got to evaluate the situation to say, did we form a relationship based upon a solid foundation or did we base it upon the fact that they said, let's go out and have some drinks? And then we thought that that was the beginning of a friendship, but we realized <laughs> that friendship. We just want to have some drinks. We just want to have some drinks because we know friendship is not something that's easily maintained. It's something that's difficult, and you can't really say that somebody is your friend until you've gone through struggles with them. Y'all worked it out, and then y'all still good. Because mm. the friends that we typically think that we good with is the friends that. If you got chips, they got chips. Y'all roll out to wherever y'all go and y'all expressing y'all chips. And then I see you back and we talk about how we do things with them chips. Okay. But then let somebody fall off for the chip wagon. Then is you hollering? Is y'all still friends? <laughs> Nigga, you ain't got no chips. Daddy. So how we going to hang out with you? I thought we was friends. No, man. Oh, they stopped being our friend. We still, we still, we still, and though it may not be about you needing them for anything per se, it's just the perception. It's just that individuals are under the impression that when they want you to do something, you should be there to do it for them. If you potentially call and you're asking them to be inconvenienced in any way, shape, or form, it's like, that's not what I do. Yes. That's not what I do. And are not taking the time to think about, like, is that how you want to live your life? Not reciprocating and just taking from people? And then we'll be sitting somewhere and say, I can't believe the world is the way it is. But it's due to us not assessing ourselves and also... When these things happen to us, we have to love the people that we're dealing with enough to tell them that. Not cuss them out and be like, motherfucker, you always be taking this shit. That's the problem with you, Dontre. Because every time, that ain't going to work. It's like you got to let a person know how is it this way. 
And at what point do you plan on reciprocating? So are you that person as you listen right now? Are you that person as you watching right now? Are you that person that's so quick to have your hands out and your feelings on the table to say, this is what I need, this is what I want, but don't ever consider when it comes back the other way. And at Econ Truth said, what if outside of the money issue they're there for you? This is not about money. This just is about simply someone being there for you when you need them. So it's if they're there for you, then you 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 win it because everybody everybody's situation is not about money. Sometimes the situation is just about having a listening ear, mm. and you wanted to share something with someone, but they so caught up in what it is that they dealing with, as per usual. Yes, that the rare time that you need someone to listen to you. They're not available to listen to you because they caught up in it. Well, that's being there for you. This is not about money. This is just about friendship. In quotes, are you really friends? Are you, but have you been there to listen to what it was that they've shared with you countless times and you've listened? And again, with women, there's this rumor that. Women need you to listen differently than men need you to listen to them. When you listen to a woman, it is said that oftentimes they're not looking for you to correct the situation. They just want to vent. Whereas men, we don't have the liberty. If you hear that there's a problem, now the the dialogue should be about how do we correct that problem. Mm -hmm. As opposed to two plus two equals two, let's vent about it. (laughs) <laughs> Let's just talk about our frustrations About how we can get the Fuck the, the answer Let's vent about 2 plus 2 equal 2 Now neither one is wrong But it's if you know That's who your mate is Or your friend is You give them what they need But most people don't take the time to even consider What type of human being am I dealing with What do they need What do I need So if you're there for them And you believe that being a friend entails listening to what your other friend is saying so you can get to know them, but that other person is not there for you in that same manner. How do you extract that out of them? And it's not going to be through you just being selfish because they may really not be aware that they're doing any of that. Well, you know, when you speak of that, that's who I was a long time ago, wasn't it? Uh, you could do that, <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I mean, it, it, a long time ago when we were kids, and I've told this story before. Like Sid and I would be on the phone talking, and Sid's mother would walk in his room and be like, "Who are you talking to?" And he would say, "I'm talking to Monique," and she would say, "Well, she must be doing a lot of talking because I've not heard you say anything." And then his little sweet self would say, "Well, she just needed to talk." Well, when it became his turn. <laughs> Uh-uh. I've said all I've had to say, and I've got to go now. I don't, I don't. And here's the thing. She was never overtly like that. It was almost like, did I just try to say something to her and she had to go? <laughs> <laughs> like, we've been talking an hour, and I just wanted to invest 15 minutes of sharing something with her. And all of a sudden, I ran, she just had to go. But it seemed like that happened like that the last 10 times we done had a conversation. What happened? But still, it was like 
this is your girl and you understand that there's a level of ignorance inside that she embodies that <laughs> attracts you to it because you share in the same ignorance. It's just that you don't get a chance to let her know how ignorant and how broad your ignorance is because she's only sharing with you how broad hers is. And we laugh at that. So it's one of those things now. Fast forward to where we are now. It's interesting because in the earlier part of our lives, I did a lot of listening and understanding uh, to find out who she was. Now, later in our lives, she returns the favor and she listens to what I have to say as if she really cares. Now, now I know she be sleeping and don't really be. No, daddy. She fall asleep. She fall asleep on you in a minute. Wait. In a minute. A minute. A minute. Now, we was just doing good. How did this shit become about what I didn't do <laughs> right? Well, it just, it just tickled and me. Let me tell y'all what y'all did. Let me tell you what she do. She comes. Shit. Let me tell you what you do, woman. Go on, go on. She will call me as I'm waiting, 12, 30, 1 o'clock in the morning. Sometimes. Robin will hit me up and say, all right, see, we can ready to leave out the club. We can ready to leave from the show. We should be at the hotel soon. Cause I gotta talk to my girlfriend when she get to the hotel to let me know what's going on. She pumped up. Oh my God. The shit was beautiful tonight. I messed Miss Agnes tonight. She was so sweet. She was 83 years old. She was just beautiful. And her husband, and then I said the sucker dick joke. And then she got up and said, sucker dick and save my life. And you be like, wait a minute. She was 83? Yes. And I'm trying to tell the young bitches that if you can learn from Miss Agnes's 83 year old ass and sucker dick and save your life. Well, see, this is the show that goes on. Do you understand what I'm saying? No. Okay, so now I'm pumped up at all this outrageousness that has taken place in the show. But now she done died down and shit. And I find myself asking questions. And then all of a sudden, I'm like, baby, baby. No. Monique, you fall asleep. No, no, I'm not. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. I was I rested my eyes for a minute. Um, I ain't even know they had Chico and the man still playing on so late at night. Oh, you gonna try to change the subject now? So no, Daddy, she sort of that's how she gets you. Like she be she you, you thinking now you sharing and now you you up now. It's two o'clock now. Cause I'm talking to you like you ain't gonna be on the plane getting up. Tommy and my Robin and they gonna be here about three to get me. So I ain't even gonna go to sleep and shit. Right, right. But she done fell asleep on me and woke my ass up. Now I can't get back to sleep. But that's all right. No, baby. But you you listen for real a lot better than you used to. But it it was from conversation. Cause if you. Well, well, Monique, if you go at it and you be like, that's some, just some fucked up shit, yeah. you don't pay attention, you don't listen, and she going to fight you back. She going to fight you back. She going to fight you and she going to cut you, okay? Let me show you my oh, rib. No, red. Don't do okay, it. then. No, I didn't cut you right Okay, then. but she going to get you. So you know this is your friend. You understand how she operates, so you like, listen. My friend, because at the end of this conversation, you, we gonna still ride it out. Yes. But listen, would you be so kind to listen to a nigga from time to time? Because we gonna roll together, right? Yeah. So let's listen and let's plan and strategize and be friends. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. So when you have a friend in your life, okay. <laughs> That sometimes they go to the left. It ain't because they purposely just trying to go to the left. 
They just don't know that they going to the left. Right, babies? Listen. Daddy truck, I go to the left. Well, just in the past, you had driven off the road. It wasn't off the left. It was like, there go the guardrail, baby. Come on back and shit. That car that told the troll truck to get out of the ditch. I have. Right. I have. And, and, but, you know, I think that what is um, appreciated is the patience of it. And I think sisters and brothers, too, because I always say sisters, because sometimes I feel like <clears throat> I don't, I don't have, I, sometimes I feel like when I say brothers, too, it's almost like, who am I to tell a man? I can only tell you my, you know what I'm saying? My journey as a woman. And that's so true in the sense of you can only tell your journey, but in your journeys, haven't you interacted with men? Yes. In your journeys, when you are doing your shows, don't men come up to you at the end of the show and tell you that they appreciate what it was that you shared? Because you're not just talking from a standpoint of women trying to, uh, we, we bosses, we're going to dominate our man. you saying let's collectively work together and make this work because in a relationship you can't make it work if one is working independent of the other from a standpoint of you not on the same page though you may be a unit of two and you are both able to operate freely but it's for the one unit together you you with me yes As a person. Right. You know yeah. what I mean? Just as a person. Yeah. And acknowledging your own flaws. So, or not necessarily flaws, but just acknowledging things about you. They could be things that men do as well. Like men have attitudes. Men have egos. Right. Men have, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, so it, I, I, I can understand you saying brothers and sisters, like, all of us, it's said collectively, like together, you know, we're people. It's a people sort of thing. And if we understand each other, then, you know, we can get it together. You but know, one thing I, I think, too, that you really helped me with, with do you do, to, do you do for others as you would have them do for you? Because initially when we first got together, right, I wasn't going downstairs to get, you know, juice. Or no treats, <laughs> or no snacks. I'm not. Once I'm upstairs, I'm upstairs. Mm. But just as nice, I would say, "You mind going downstairs, getting me such and such?" And after a few times of that, he said, "Listen, how many times do you think I'm going to do that? Like, how many times do you think I'm going to go downstairs and get something for you? But when I ask you, you almost look at me like, are you?" Uh, are you are you crazy? Are you asking me something? So, but it took years for me to really grasp that. You know, it, it took me some time to really understand treat people like you want to be treated. You know what I'm saying? So, I, th- I think even with the show, do you do? I keep it gets a You're tongue twister. Right. Do you do for others what you you've asked others to do? Do for, for you. you? I think when we really think about that. When we really think about that, if I'm asking somebody to do this for me, am I going to be willing to do that for them? You know what I'm saying? If someone calls on me and asks me to do something, am I going to consider or think about all the times I've called on somebody to ask them to do something for me? Mm -hmm. 
So I think when we really sit down and we consider those things, it makes it better because you almost say, how many times have I called on somebody? Now it's my turn without going into, I'm just not going to answer that because I know this bitch. I know what she wants. You got $10 for gas money? I, I don't feel like that. And they've been the one who has repeatedly asked you for 20 So it's like, <laughs> oh. you know, it, it, it's one of those things where, depending upon the situation, it's like, if you've extended friendship, you deserve to have that friendship extended back to you. But not only that, you deserve to share with that person what it takes to extend that friendship because they deserve to receive that, if you're their friend, the opportunity to enjoy the blessings of being a friend and that what's associated with it. And we don't come into this world knowing everything. We come into it needing to find out more and the people around us help us. The people that we're attracted to, they tend to help us gauge ourselves they're the ones that tell you you know what you got something on your jacket you got something in your nose is that crust in your eyes Mm. because you can't see you but you're utilizing their observation to help you out and and that's another thing if if you conduct yourself in a certain way all the time and nobody ever says anything they just accept your behavior as what it is you don't know that you're doing something that's not desirable I'm gonna say. Right. You don't know it until somebody says, you know, that's really not cool when you do that. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And and um, you know, you always ask somebody for something, but you don't ever when somebody asks you for something, you always say no. You think that's cool? You know, mm. we don't know that we're actually takers, 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 or whatever it is that that is not desired. We don't know it because it's a behavior that we, it's a habit. It's what we do. And until somebody says, listen, I love you to life, but that's a mess the way you do that. Or yes. I don't like it when you do that. So would you mind just paying attention to it a little more and not being so selfish? And then being the person that you are, you say, well, what do, what do I do? Really? Do I do that? I'm so sorry. I don't mean to be that way. So, you know, let me know so I can be that, aware of that's, it. That's if you're operating from a place but of... But that's a friend. That, I'm speaking of we're friends already. You know what I mean? A person to receive that, though, is if you're operating from a place where you don't need to be right so much so <laughs> that you're wrong in the uh, uh, trying to defend what's wrong, but you trying to give the guys that you're right. You know what I mean? Yes. Everybody's not able to receive that criticism to take it and look at it because sometimes they can't even appreciate the friends that they have. Uh, oh, I, you know? I agree. And then understanding that if if uh, Don Trey been this way for years, despite the fact that you just said this to him, you got to understand this will probably not be the last time you say it because people don't typically change after one conversation. Absolutely not. So repetition brings on retention. It takes 30 days to form a habit. Don Trey been this way since y'all was 13. Now on, y'all but 45. But that it's wrong until somebody says He don't know. That run me the wrong way. That's exactly right. That. So you know? when you tell him after 45 years of his existence, understand. It's going to take 45 it's going, more years to get it. It may not take 45 more years. <laughs> But when you say it, 
and then someone else is bold enough to say it too, and you start hearing it from multiple sources, that's when the changes start to take place. Because typically things started from one conversation, somebody blew it up. Again, there would not be uh, the ability for people who were gay to be married if there wasn't a, a conversation that happened between two individuals that they said, this doesn't seem right. That sparked another conversation and another conversation, then all of a sudden, people are like, well, that doesn't make sense. So the whole dynamic of that change, if we learn from that, that's how we change ourselves and the people around us. Because a lot of times, it's not so much much us changing them. If we've allowed something to happen repeatedly that we don't like, it's us changing us to have the conversation to make them aware that a change needs to be made in the first place. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Do you do to others as you would have them do to you? (laughs) Did I get that? Yeah, got it. Now, you know, there are some behaviors that you would say... If people don't know, you know, until you tell them. But we as girlfriends, mm-hmm. you know how you might have a girl's night out and you have mm-hmm. a, you might, and there's always this one girlfriend. Mm-hmm. And this bitch ain't never, listen, she always know once a month, you know we going. Mm-hmm. But when you show up, you don't have to have your part of the money. Don't but you know it's coming once a month. Be late. You're going to be late. You not gonna, now, we all know we're going to split this tip, but every time you show up, you don't never have your part. If you are that person that's listening right now <laughs> and your girlfriends don't want to hurt your feelings, bitch, listen. <laughs> you know next month is going to be the girls' night out. Start saving your money right now. If not, let them know. I this. Listen, y'all, Let's I can't do this. In. Let's have a girls' night in. Come on over. It, but it's those type of... <laughs> situations that can really make shit go wrong because we're not going to say nothing. we six months deep. Now, on the seventh month, so it's like, do you not understand your behavior? Or have you just gotten so used to being a freeloader? Nobody says anything And nobody about says anything about it. You know what I'm saying? So, so everybody's okay with it because they got me. They, they my girls. They got me. Well, listen, let's have an intervention. Come on. We don't have it. We don't have you. I got $26. My bill, my portion of the bill is $25.47. You can have that whole $26. Oh, but you know what? Since we're talking about a bill, then don't do this. See, if, okay, this just this going off to the side. Go ahead. Okay, I'm going to go off the rail. Go off. This is some shit that, okay, years ago we used to go out with this group of people. If it's six of us, right, yeah. and the bill come to three hundred dollars, <throat> we just gonna split it six ways. Ain't nobody worrying about what I had, what you yes, had. We, we just gonna split it fucking six ways. Yeah. Right. Well, this group of sisters, baby, let me tell you something. When I saw that bitch take that bill and add up all the shit she had, I'm looking like, what are you doing? She said, Oh no, this is what I had. I will never come out with you again okay, yeah. because I'm that's not how a, we do this. I'm always a split. Yes. It's like, I don't care where everybody got. You want to yeah. split it? Then we're going to split We're going to split because on that particular day, Pam may not have all of that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, let's just split. Yeah. Oh, that, that. Well, let I me ask you a question. Come on. Now, with that situation, how many times had y'all gone out? 
I'm going to say this may have been like the second time mm-hmm. with this group of, of, of sisters. Mm-hmm. This may be like the second time. And I don't think the first time I caught it. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think I caught what was really happening because I just put my money in. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what made me really pay attention to it mm-hmm. the second time. But it was just like, let me see the bill. And she started going through it and mm-hmm. adding it up at the table. I'm like, are you doing math? <laughs> Are you working on math problems at the table? Did you? Now, what ended up happening? I ended up telling her, yeah. I think that's some tacky shit, yeah. and you don't never have to worry about me going out with y'all again. Was I mean, you know, is, it, that how you, is that what that's you said? That's what I said. Oh, that is what I said that night at the restaurant, at the table. And, okay, y'all know that, <laughs> listen to the world, I am working on becoming a woman with tact. I am. But at that time in my life, I called it just as I saw it. And at that very moment, I said, bitch, this is some tacky shit. I don't believe you doing fucking math, carrying numbers at the goddamn table. It was an honest reaction. It was. It was an honest reaction. But, I mean, it probably needed to be said, though. And, again, no doubt about it. (laughs) No doubt that it needs to be said. Yes, but again, yeah, and, and we just saying it for the folks that are right now. Though she needed to hear the truth in the sense of that ain't the way you do it. That's not. But it ain't the way you it ain't <laughs> the way it ain't the way you tell somebody either. It's not. Because again, they just ignorant to the fact or meaning they don't know how you get down. But if you just simply say, check this out. I get it. This is what you pay for, and that's what you should pay. It makes sense. However, listen, it's us out here. We doing enough amongst ourselves that we ain't got to do all that. So let's just round it off in our minds. Unless shit is tight for you, and then we may That's a conversation you. we need to have before we get inside. Or this, e- this e- is, even yeah. that. But if, you, if no. you've had that Mm-mm. situation before... Mm-mm. And you didn't catch it, and you catching it right now. It's how do we, again, that's what we just talked about. How do we bring something to someone's attention in a decent way? Not just bring it to their attention like, oh, bitch, you's a raggedy (laughs) motherfucker. How could you... You first of all, you tacky bitch, be up in a restaurant with a calculator. You raggedy I bitch. Did. Now everybody does stop. Raggedy bitch, though? I, well, I didn't call. I raggedy wasn't really popular. I called her tacky bitch. So <laughs> when you call a person a tacky bitch at the table over doing some tacky shit, okay, what happens to you? Because now she can say. Well, you're a tacky bitch. I'm a be for that. calling me a tacky. Well, I'm gonna be that, but I'm gonna pay. The, but I'm gonna pay my portion. You are you pay it after we suck. You pay it, we you it, tacky payment, bitch. And I tell you what, <laughs> you I tell it. you what, I guarantee you will not be on the next trip. Good evening. We may not, but you're a tacky <laughs> bitch too. I'm gonna be that. You're a tacky. She's a tacky. <laughs> I'm gonna be that. Don't be a tacky bitch too. The rest of these bitches tacky together. Tacky together. So, so it it's like so. As opposed to annihilating a circle due to <laughs> calling one a tacky bitch, okay. but Daddy, we could just say, "Listen, you right, love, you right, baby. Listen, but she was a kind of. Okay. It's my house. You right, and love lives here. Love, okay." You right, baby. Say but it. She was one of those ones where she was one of those foo foos. Yeah. Okay, and. She was um, 
one of those ones that like to keep up with the Joneses. Right. And she was one of those ones that like to point fingers and make fun of people. Oh, she was she, frugal. She, she was that. Cheap. So then to come to a restaurant and you start writing down numbers as if you can't afford to split this. But I've watched you repeatedly talk about people. Oh. I've watched you repeatedly talk about what she ain't got and look at her and look... So now so I'm like, felt the best I thing felt to do is slap right the shit now off, because off her at the table. now is the time. And here's what I'm Nisha. saying to all of the babies out there that's listening. What Aunt Nikki did at that moment was not the right thing. It was not the right thing. But what Aunt Nikki did is let that bitch know what she was doing was the wrong thing and be considerate of how you treat people because you never know when that treatment might come back to you. Now, I don't, Daddy, you looking at me like it wasn't right, and it wasn't. It wasn't. But that sister right there, she was one of them ones, baby. She was always picking and packing at people. Was and she was, your friend, though? She wasn't my friend. You see she was what a I'm friend saying? of someone else's. Yeah, you see what I'm saying? But though we hung out, mm-hmm. though I couldn't really consider her my friend. Mm-hmm. But even in us hanging out, she was that one that just always felt like I'm, I'm royalty. I am... You know who I'm speaking of. Well, I mean, that's fine. That's <laughs> fine. I'm always going to go back to, <laughs> I'm, I don't give a shit what you say. I'm I always going to go ball. back to is, listen, when you understand that something is not right, the obligation is on you. Yes. To make sure that you express it right yes. or correct. Oh. So that you can share with her, that's not what we do around here, love. As opposed to, you are a tacky bitch for that? Yes. You're yeah, a tacky yeah. bitch for that. It's like, and okay. then you're looking at... It was over 20 But you don't know how to... Oh, no doubt. No but doubt. you don't know I'm how just, to handle I'm, the situation saying, until you encounter it. So we know how is, to handle it next time. This is the reason why we're taking right. this situation... I'm trying to help. And we dissecting it to say, this is what you didn't pay. This is why... We love you because you sharing the real shit and we get a chance to look at what happened in the past and see how we can better deal with it in the present and Mm -hmm. in the future. Mm -hmm. And when you're able to say, this is what I did and this is what I need to work on, this is how we get better. It's when we say, oh, ain't nobody perfect, but you defending your mistakes as if you were, (laughs) were perfect. It's like... No, this is the shit that proves to you. Remember when I said I wasn't perfect? When I called her a tacky bitch, see what I'm saying? (laughs) (laughs) That's what that means. Okay, point taken. (laughs) Do you do to people what you want people to do to you? That's what we're talking about today. That's what we're talking about today. Do you ask for something that you're willing to give? Or are you that person that asks for something that you're not willing to give? Do you understand what reciprocity is? Like, and I think if we really start considering those things, it gets better automatically. Somebody put tacky biatch. Okay. (laughs) But it gets better automatically. And it's just that simple, though. Like, it is just that simple how we want to make it difficult. And somebody put earlier, Mo, I really want to talk about people that have that entitlement attitude Mm -hmm. that feel like you're supposed to do for me Mm -hmm. and I not do for you. Mm -hmm. Because of who I am. And I think that's where our conversation initially started. You know, we were in the closet and having a conversation. And right now with all of this stuff going on with the brothers over in uh, 
Brazil, real, with the with the Olympics and and this baby Ryan, and now you coming to find out all of it was a lie. But, but set it up, set it up for him in case folks. Well, for the here. babies that didn't hear about what happened was Ryan Lockie and Lockie and two of his friends, swimmers from the swim team, <laughs> went out in uh, Brazil, and they went out and came back around seven o'clock in the morning. Well, when they came back, they made up this story to say they were robbed. So come to find out when they started being questioned about them being robbed, Ron Lockie said he was robbed at gunpoint. They cocked the gun to his head. He got down and he said, okay, I'll give you my things. Then when they asked him about an hour or so later, they said, what happened? He said, well, we was at a party and then we got in a taxi and then they ambushed the taxi. Then they talked to Ron Mama and Ron Mama said, listen, he called me from the party. So it was a lot of shit going on. But come to find out, none of that was the case. These young men... Went into someone's establishment. So we're hearing right now everything has been confirmed, alleged. So we're going to, you know, set it up like that. But Thank go you, ahead, baby. mama. No, no, no. They go went ahead. to this people's establishment mm-hmm. and they trashed up their bathrooms. Peed all over the place. Peed. The things on. Like what would make you take your dick out and it pee on these people's things? If that's what they did. If that is what they did. We must put the if in there. What would make you... like? like what kind of fun is that? What kind, let's I just think dare about you this. To say, hey, Rob, me and Tommy going to pick Yeah, we're going to all pee on each other. Like what, like, what kind of fun is I quit that? Today. You would think that that's little boys that's eight, nine years old, and we're going to yeah. have a peeing contest. But yeah. we grown men, and we all going to take our dicks out <laughs> <laughs> and pee. If okay. that's what they did. If that's, but if that's nonetheless, what they did. trash the place, had to pay for their destruction out of their pocket and cash, and then. And then came up with this crazy story. So one would ask Ryan Lockie and to those other guys, how would you feel if someone pulled a story out of the air on you that could be detrimental to your life? Mm -hmm. Like that story could could have been detrimental to that country. And it presumably at at first glance was because, you know, people Mm -hmm. here – a watching, you hearing about the Zika virus, you hearing about the financial woes, the that the, the, the water. The, and so this this brings more, and it's reminiscent of, and when you hear uh, allegedly Ryan Lockie's attorney and folks are saying, listen, they're young men, they're out there having fun, they're inclined to do things that may get them in trouble because they're young. Let's just let this go. But then when you hear on the news that judges are sending young African-American men to prison forever forever to make a point to their community that despite the fact that you only have a few options, one of the options that you have is not to commit a crime. And we're going to show you, though you may not have the same advantages, of why you shouldn't do it, and we're going to, since you didn't have many advantages, take away your life. But since these individuals have a lot of advantages, we're going to make sure that we give you another opportunity to enjoy those said advantages. So it's, again, we live in a world where now it's real, but it used to be, uh, and it's always real, no play on words, okay? But... It was once our society or is currently our society when it looks like a group of people are doing something 
that was said that they had done and nothing was actually done. From Emmett Till, oh, he looked over. He whistled. Mm-hmm. What? This is the reason why you killed him? Now, you done gone from you've destroyed someone's property, but you set it up to look like this is a country that committed a crime against these athletes, but you should be let off. But you wanted, I'm sure, it to appear that you wanted the fullest extent of the law uh, put on those people that arrested you. But you are affecting a whole city and country. What is that? What is that? And if to, to bring it back to treat people like you want to be treated, because, again, to do something like that purposefully, not I, I'm, I'm going to on purpose try to make it seem like this went wrong. How do you handle that type of punishment? Because if it was reversed, let's say they did get robbed. What would be the punishment for the people that robbed them? That's the punishment they should be should receive because that way maybe we won't be so quick to do bullshit like that and understand the repercussions of it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we're talking about it. We're talking about it. We're talking about it. Do you do people the way that you want to be done? Do you treat people the way that you want to be treated? And, and when they treat you like you want to be treated, do you turn around and treat them back? the way in which they would want to be treated. Come on now. Or at least in the manner in which they've treated you. Because oftentimes that's where the slick all can gets in the road. That's where the slick, okay, I said uh, Yeah, 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 that's some old shit you just did there. And that's sometime when the crow come out the but sky. You know, I don't think that people are prepared to be treated the way that they treat other people. Like when somebody treats somebody crap. Talk about it. Like when you nasty to somebody, I don't think that if you return the favor, they look at you like, well, what the hell is wrong with you? Well, I'm doing you bad. Right. Ooh. And and see, this is. This I, don't, is I don't think that, I don't think we we, we are. Prepare for that shade. This is this is the moment where humbly your personality is appreciated from a standpoint of when it's time for you to get in that ass. Because I've had the, the opportunity over the course of our lifetime to sit back and watch her digging people's asses again. To dig, she has never in her life that I've ever seen Walked over to a cat sitting down there on the curb eating an egg sandwich with a little bacon and cheese on it who's just (laughs) drinking a hot cup of coffee and just walked over and slapped the shit out of him. Sandwich and coffee. But to individuals while she was sitting there eating a sandwich and having a cup of coffee and they want to come in and slap the shit out of her hand, you got to excuse me. See, you can walk in and hit somebody with a stick. And then don't act like you don't understand why they done stood up and hit you with a bat. I know it was just a little stick you hit them with, mm-hmm. but they hit you with a bat and a knife. She's that person, mm-hmm. say. So it has to happen when you're dealing with people who have that attitude that you're saying where they're very nasty. And I've seen it where it's like, listen, let's deal with this. And they want to start yelling and screaming. Then she start yelling and screaming. Then after they stop yelling and screaming, or after she stops yelling at them, it get real quiet, kind of like after somebody dropped a bomb and shit, and ain't nothing moving, and then I have to say stuff like this. Do you see why I said y'all don't want to yell? 
Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. But when it comes from her mouth, it comes fast and it comes hard and you don't know what it's like a machine. Well, gun. see, that's why that's why it's no you know, more talking. You such a quick thinker. Me like, okay, I apologize. Can I buy you something to drink? Because by the time I got there, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, by the time yes. I've gotten there, you've gone too goddamn far. Yes. And this is another thing you say. I, I watch the reactions, and to make it about color, but not make it about color, but this is what I've been faced with, and it happens quite a bit, and I watch their reactions. When we're flying often, and we sit in our seats. And the stewardess will come up to us. And she just happens to be a white woman. And she'll say, how you girls doing? And I'll say, how you doing, girl? girl. Mm-hmm. And her, the look on her face is almost like, did you call me a girl? Well, you called me one. So I know that we, you've got to be okay with that. We've been in the supermarkets. And the white manager, who was a man, came up and said, how you girls doing today? I said, we doing good, boy. How you doing? And he turned red. Well, you shouldn't because you consider me a girl. So if we're on that level with one another, Mm -hmm. if I'm not offended at girl, why are you offended at boy? Mm -hmm. So it teaches you the lesson. Be careful what you're saying out your mouth because you don't want to be considered a girl Mm -hmm. or a boy. But we run into that. And I I don't go through what you say. Mm -mm. I'm going to just give it back to you. Every Mm -hmm. time. And and everybody handles it differently. It was like when we first came to Georgia. And remember, we were I was in the store, and an old lady walked over to me, and she said, Wow, you sure do have a, a lot of bananas in your car. You must have a bunch of monkeys at home. That's what she said. You must have a bunch of monkeys at home. And I said to her after a pause, I said, ma'am, out of respect for you, I said, I think you may want to start thinking about what you say before you say it. Because somebody could be really offended by what it was that you said. What? What? All I said was that you must have a bunch of monkeys. Uh-huh. As I speak to oh, As I speak to Okay, let me just walk the hell away. Walk the hell away. Oh, my God. And this is what took place. And I remember going home and saying, Mama, you ain't going to never believe this. This woman walked up to me in the store and said, you got a lot of bananas. You must have a whole bunch of monkeys at home. I was like, wow. No, just me. I'm the only baboon that's there. (laughs) You big gorilla. It's it's only me. Harambe. Harambe. So it's like, and... When there's a level of fence you can't take because you're dealing sometimes with people that it's so outlandish, you be doing yourself a disservice to to get mad at this woman. For me, because it's like, but I'm going to say that in the hopes that she doesn't run into the wrong person who she may slip and say that. And now they done slapped her eyes out. <laughs> and she walking around trying to run them like she done dropped marbles out of pocket. And it's like, I want to give you love because you don't mean no harm and shit. Wait. <laughs> you only said the shit 
that you heard she, people say, yes. and this was comfortable talk where you were from. Yeah. So it's like, listen, I love you, but ma'am, you may want to watch what you say because there are some black men such as myself Who that they don't, they don't really care <laughs> about that you a lady. They're going to take offense at what you said, and I want you to just consider that. Well, all I said was that you must have a whole bunch of gorillas in that house. <laughs> Wait a minute. I, I did say that gorilla. And the guy, I just envisioned her getting home and saying, oh, my God, the day I went home, oh, I messed up bad. What you do, mama? I told this black fella. I told him <laughs> he, he had a whole bunch of bananas in his car. Well, what you say, mama? I said, you got a lot of bananas in your car. You must have a whole bunch of gorillas at home. Mama, no, you didn't. Yes, I did. Did he hit you? No, he just said, you may want to watch what you say because everybody ain't going to act like it. <sighs> and it's like, it's true. It is. It is it's true. true. And she really didn't know what she said. But it's like, man, black people have been known to be called gorillas because we're brown. And Caucasians have called us gorillas. They said, go back to the jungle, uh, spear chuckers and things like that for <laughs> 300. Like, I'm trying to give you clues like this shit is password, why you shouldn't we say it. it. Things you didn't say. My um, spear niggas, chuckers. spear chuckers, uh, gorillas. Oh, why you shouldn't say you <laughs> look like a gorilla? You got gorillas at home for 300. Like, I'm just trying to help y'all out. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> this just to tickle the shit out of me. Talk about old white women. So, on Facebook, I was going through Facebook one day, and there was this guy that was recorded, and there was this elderly white woman sitting in a chair, like on her back porch. <laughs> so the black guy just has his phone, and he says, Ma'am, why have you been recording us? So she says, well, why are you worried about me recording what you're trying to hide? So he said, man, we're not trying to hide anything. It is just really rude that you would be recording us while he's recording her. So as she's talking, he begins to walk closer. That old white woman said, rape! <laughs> rape! No! Rape! No! So he said, ma'am, am I trying to rape you? She said, well, no. But I just don't want you to keep walking. with <laughs> me. I just don't want you to keep walking over here, ma'am. So that just tickled the shit right out of me. And the moral of the story is the moral of the story. We be going through some shit, huh? Okay, <laughs> <laughs> just for being black. <laughs> That's the moral of the story. We be going through shit for being black. So to the Olympic athletes over there, given. Problems over there in Rio de Janeiro. This is to say, though we are American, we are all individual human beings. And don't put nothing out on anyone Come on. that you wouldn't have them want, you would want them to put on you. And that's not true. That's not true. That's not true. And that's, you know what? In, 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 in the neighborhoods, that's called some bitch shit. Oh. That's called some bitch shit, Ryan. What you did is called bitch. This is if they are if, found to be. If y'all are found to do that. Okay. If you're found to do that, it's found to be called bitch shit. If you're found to do that. Because that's just slipping into being cruel almost. You know, and, and that goes to us just as people, period. If you are that person that will put something out there on someone or somebody's that you know is not true, 
Really? Really. Like, how are you sleeping at night? How are you dealing with your family? How are you looking to be the leader of your household if you're the man of that household and you're doing bitch shit? You tell them, Cookie, baby. I'm going to tell them, Daddy, because, you know, that's, that's the kind of shit when you look at people and you say, I don't want to cuss you out. I don't want to cuss you out, but you went out of your way to be destructive, which could affect people's livelihoods. And and that country's already dealing with what they're dealing with. And you go and because unfortunately we live in a world but that because your skin is white for the first 24 hours, they automatically believe that story. They automatically Believe what you said and then come to find out it's all bullshit. And then on top of that, now you have people saying, oh, let's slap him on the wrist. It's like, guys, the moment we start treating each other the way we really want to be treated and the moment we start treating each other accordingly, because if those guys were black guys, if they were any other color than white American guys, it would be a different story around the world today. So if we start really treating each other fairly, watch what's going to happen. And with that being said, understand that the same way that we see criminals who happen to be of African-American descent and the world looks at them as being a prime example of why African-Americans are in the predicament that they're in because of these specific ones that may have committed a crime, understand that. That's the same thing with individuals who are white and that there's a lot of folks out there who are white that don't buy into the bullshit, that see what it is, call it what it is, just like there are people that are of African-American descent that say it is up to us to make sure that we take care of our communities, that we can't blame anybody else for what it is that we haven't taken care of in our household because we already knew before we stepped outside the door that the field was uneven. It's when we start looking stupid, when we start looking around like, oh, it's supposed to be even. When it's not even, then let's point out the disparity and understand that on all sides of the key, we working together because, again, it don't matter what color you are. What matters is, how are you calling this shit real? Mm. Are you calling it real? And there's a lot of white folks out there that we don't get a chance to see that's calling that shit real. And there's a lot of black folks out there that we do see that's not calling that shit real. Whoop, whoop. That's not calling it real. So it's one of those things where, hey, and when we say that bad apples in every group, here's the thing. There's only one group. Come on, daddy. And that's human beings in the sense of. That they show us, you know what I mean? There may be other beings that exist with us that are highly intelligent, but what they show us is whenever there's a problem that's coming up, I ain't seen the devil show up once. (laughs) I I ain't seen the devil. I seen people. And when something wonderful shows up, I see people showing up. So when people say that God has has gone and one day will return, that simply says to me, that in the meantime, we got some work to do amongst ourselves. Come on. Absolutely. Say that again. In the meantime and mm. in between time until that high being returns, it would imply that we got some work to do on our own collectively. Human beings, not the group of blacks versus the whites versus the Latins versus the Brazilians versus 
It is us with us. So that being said, baby, looking at the time. Looking at the time. It goes by so fast and we thank y'all so much. We thank y'all so much, baby. And you know what, Daddy? Today we talked about it, didn't we? Yes. We talked about it. Do you do people like you want to be done? Do you? Right. That's pretty much what it is. And do people like you want to be done? Done, hey, do it. And let me tell you something. Tell me, baby. You be doing me the way I need to be done. Is that something else? Or did I say that? Is that dirty? This no, is Daddy. Okay. You be doing me the way I need to be Hello. Okay, okay, now. Mm, mm, West Coast. Mm, yes, Set trip. Mm, mm. Woo. <laughs> All right. Okay. That's, another, that's another one. Do you do your mate the way they need to be done? Next story. I feel like... um. Eddie Murphy, grandmother in the in the club. She said, "Woo, make your head want to pop off, pop off." Come on. We want to thank each and every one of you for listening, and please tell a friend and tell another friend that whenever they want to get some real honest conversation with absolutely no chaser, go to play.it and click on Monique and Sydney's open relationship for some real conversation. We talk about what daddy to what the taboo. They we talking about the taboo. So with that being said, my name is Monique and my name is Sydney. And like my daddy always says, the mind is like a parachute. It's no good unless it's open. We love y'all. For free. Mwah. is a time of renewal so why not refresh your home with a little help from blinds.com we make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact choose from premium blinds shades and shutters we even have options for your patio too Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.